This is season four of Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Listen, laugh, and learn. Today on the show, we will take you places with geography and our brand new topic, Down the Garden Path. Plus news from around the world, and we'll open up the mailbag. Someone wants us to settle a bet about hiking naked in Switzerland? Oh, yes, you Totally useless information. It's everything you never needed to know. Welcome to episode lucky number 13. Here we go. Throw away your totally useless GPS. It's time for geography. So get lost with Nick and Roy. Thank you for joining us. Wait, and wait, wait. What? Switzerland hiking yes. naked. Yeah. I'm t- I'm getting ready for You know how you get ready to climb like Everest? Yes. It takes a while. You got a stepper and all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. Well, I'm getting ready for for the naked hiking in Switzerland. This is, I'm doing one of the exercises, which it goes like this. It goes... I saw you. Yeah. High on the hill was a lonely goat herd. Um, that's later on coming up here on Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Thank you for joining us. As you know, every week, Roy and I only uh, agree on the topics we're going to discuss, but not the facts, like this one. The native saguaro cactus is one of the things that the, we can most associate with Arizona, but they take a long time to grow. So laws have been put in place prohibiting the removal of any spiny flora. Cutting them down, even on your own property, can result in a substantial fine or even jail time. So keep your distance from them, and it will be better for everyone. Stay away from a cactus in Arizona. I knew a girl named Spiny Flora. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you were the prick. (laughs) You went there. Yeah. Yodeling. In 1325 AD, the Aztecs wanted to expand their empire. So they filled a massive body of water that they called Lago de Texcoco. Mm -hmm. Why such a long name? We can't even ask them. They're not here anymore. But they built this massive city that we call today, get ready, Mexico City. And guess what? Because they built it on Lago de Texcoco, it sinks. Mexico City, this massive city with millions and millions and millions of people, sinks every year. And since it's recorded over the last 60 years, it has dropped in some areas a remarkable 32 feet. No wonder they're all coming to America. (laughs) Listen, the reason is because they're using the water, which is still underneath the dirt. Yeah. That they filled. So as they're using the water, the island is no longer floating and it's sinking. You can't <laughs> teach a monkey to smoke cigarettes in South Bend, Indiana. Mm. Okay. It harkens back to 1924 when a chimpanzee in South Bend was found guilty of smoking a cigarette and was fined five dollars. Yeah, yeah, you can't have that. No. Because when they come in the store, they're very indecisive. They don't know which brand they want. It gets very, it it stops the lines from moving. By the way, there hasn't been another incidence of smoking monkeys in Indiana since 1924. The brand of cigarettes he was smoking, camels. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I think his wife now has a lawsuit for um, the after smoke, you know. Secondhand smoke? (laughs) 
Is that what you meant to say in English? I used the scientific term. I see. <laughs> of course you did. I'm totally used to information the with Nick. The old after smoke. And Roy, that, I yeah. think that's like the one you have after sex. Yeah, you, you confuse the two. There's secondhand smoke, and then there's the after smoke. So a monkey walks into a bar and says, hey, bud, you got a light? <laughs> he goes, hey, I know you. You're from <laughs> South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> oh, my God. In the United States, the state of Kentucky has more caves than any other place on Earth. In fact, there's one cave system, which is named Mammoth Cave. <laughs> Great name. Yeah. Is 40 uh, excuse me, 400 miles long. Wow. It's a 400-mile cave system. So to all you folks in Canada, if doomsday is coming, they say the asteroid is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you call me and Nick up, nickandroy.com. Just go on nickandroy.com. We're uh -huh. going to give you the exact, we're going to pin it on an iPhone. Right. <laughs> and Get to Mammoth Cave. <laughs> in, in Kentucky. Okay. Just bring a lunch. <laughs> yeah, you might want to pack a lunch. Absolutely. Uh, the deepest lake in the United States is Oregon's Crater Lake. Crater Lake lies within the collapsed crater of an ancient volcano named Mount Mazama. I, when I first read it, I thought it said Montezuma, and it was mm. revenge. But no, it's Mount Mazama. Your mama. Yes, your, your mama. So it runs 1,932 feet deep, or 589 meters. The clear water of Crater Lake... How many, how many feet? 1,932. 1,932 feet. Okay, so it's very important for something that I have, but go ahead. Okay, the clear water of Crater Lake has no streams to feed it, and no streams as outlets. It was filled and is supported by precipitation and snowmelt. Located in southern Oregon, Crater Lake is the world's seventh deepest lake and contains 4.6 trillion gallons of water, wow. 1,932 feet deep. And it's not fed? No. Holy mackerel. Yeah, it, it's supported by precipitation and snow melt, so that's kind of cool. 4.6 trillion gallons of water. I can't even imagine that. What's that's up? insane. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. So 1,932 feet deep. So what's the reference that you have? Well, my next thing yes. is how deep is the deepest part of the ocean? Oh. So you have the deepest lake. Right. I'm going to tell you the deepest part of the ocean. And just to give you an idea, yours was 1,900 feet deep. 1,932 feet to be precise. Right. Well, we counted it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. You know, you get a lot with this show, folks. But, right. you know, me and Nick swimming in a Speedo to measure this is just, yeah. you know. We, we go deep on totally useless information with Nick and And let Roy. me tell you something. It ain't easy because you got to see us taping together all those Stanley rulers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tape measures all over the place. You're talking about uh, taking a dive in, um, in Speedos. You take a couple of Alka-Seltzer tablets, put them in your Speedos, and go jump in the lake. Man, it's refreshing. Oh, it's fun yeah it's great yes. so we have a good time so so which Always ocean have a good time which which ocean is this now that's the deep i take a a couple of alka-seltzer tablets i put them in my speedo and then i pop a pepsi and just pour it in there <laughs> <laughs> and for, and for yeah. those of you watching your way diet pepsi 
Yeah, well, actually, I use Coca-Cola because once I get that Coca-Cola in there, it's the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the girls say. Yes. So how deep? Yes. How deep is the ocean? How deep is your love? It is the Mariana Trench is the deepest part of the ocean. Okay. And get ready. 35,814, count the last number four, 35,814 feet deep. Wow. Now, just to give you an idea, your lake is 1,900 feet deep. 1,932 to be precise. This is 35,000, and there are some, there's things living down there. Wow. So we couldn't make it. I don't even know how far we can make it before we explode, but, you know. <laughs> the most remote place on Earth is Point Nemo, officially called the Oceanic Pole of Inaccessibility. Point Nemo is 1,000 miles from any land in any direction. Point Nemo. Point Nemo. Literally, Point Nemo is in the middle of nowhere. Like, literally, in the middle of nowhere. By the way. Well, it's got to be in the middle of somewhere. It's in, it's in Point Nemo. Right, no, it, Point Nemo is in the middle of nowhere. I mean, Point Nemo is somewhere, but it's the middle of nowhere. But being that they called it Point Nemo, it's no longer nowhere. But no. Oh, well, nowhere going... is a place that is nowhere. I'd like to call us like a place nowhere. <laughs> where are you going? Nowhere. nowhere. Really? No, I'm asking you, where are you Actually, going? Actually, I'd like to open a bar called Nowhere. <laughs> this way the husband's, the wife goes, yeah. where are you going? Nowhere. nowhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when he gets there in a hurry, he's going nowhere fast. Anyway, so by the way, Nemo in Latin means no one. Ah. So that Disney movie, Finding Nemo, Finding No One. Right? Yeah. <laughs> What's the yeah. whole point? What are you finding? No, no, it's Point Nemo in the middle of nowhere. That's, but wait, if uh, Nemo went to Point Nemo, right. he would be no one going nowhere. Right. <laughs> and that's something. <laughs> I'm totally uses yeah we went there i'm totally okay. uses information with nick and Ryan. russia yes. russia's trans-siberian railroad is as trump said huge yes <laughs> huge. huge in fact it's so long that it crosses over 16 of russia's largest rivers and lakes in fact it crosses over, get ready for this, how many bridges? 3,901 bridges. Wow. So this railroad was a serious obstacle to build this damn thing. You had to build almost 4,000 bridges to make this railroad. That is impressive. And they did it. While drinking vodka. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Nobody said the bridges are actually straight. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. But they're there. And to just be nice to the Russian people, yeah. they built a bridge to Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard. Going to nowhere. Bridge to nowhere. You're listening to Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy. Down the garden path with Nick and Roy. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that peaceful? No matter how much chaos is going on in your world. It makes me nervous. Just sit back when I close your eyes and just pretend you're in the garden. There's nothing relaxing about a bird that's about to peck your eyeballs out. There he is. And Roy. And little you know what, Pecker. 
plants take in carbon dioxide, as we've learned in science class, through mm -hmm. little holes in their leaves, which are called stomata. Ah, the old stomata. Stomata, yes. What's stomata? What's the matter with you? <laughs> That's what the father says. You want to come out? You ask stomata. That's right. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you ask uh, your mama. Then they... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Ask her permission. Then they produce and release oxygen through the stomata. And by the through way, the same hole. No, no, it's it's a different. No, wait. They they hold on. You see, you got me all confused now, yeah, which doesn't enough. take much. Then they produce and release oxygen through the stomata. Yes. Yeah, so through the same. They I guess they can suck and blow at the same time. Yeah. Uh, stomata, by the way, in case you're wondering, is from the Greek meaning mouths. We remind the audience that this is a brand new topic down the garden path. We ought to remind the audience that this topic isn't going to last long. <laughs> yes, it will. Come What's on. the matter with you? What are you, what, are you, what are you telling us about that? Okay, so they're blowing air and they're taking in the carbon dioxide. Sucking and blowing at the same time through the stomata. And now comes the oxygen. That's right. So they're really nice to us because we breathe. Yes. I got one, folks, to get the pen ready for. This is the one that you're going to tell other people, uh -huh. not Nick's stupid stomata one. <laughs> hey. The sunflower, it's a beautiful flower. I love sunflowers. My yes. wife's favorite flower, by the way, is a sunflower. It was my dad's, actually. He loves sunflowers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, my Deb hates roses. No, she doesn't have to, I don't want to use the word hate. She, she doesn't love roses. She loves sunflowers. So sunflowers are beautiful. So get ready for, to write it down. Sunflowers are actually 1,000 to 2,000, depending upon the size of them, individual flowers held together by one stem. Wow. That black inside furry portion, if you look at it, yeah. they're individual flowers. That's awesome. So when you when you give someone sunflowers, you're giving them more flowers than you paid for. So no, but I was just going to say, so here's what we need to do, Nick. Yeah. We need to put up a sign and we need to go, uh, sunflowers are a dollar each. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then when they go up to ring it up, you go $2,000. That's please. right. <laughs> and we have one. What's the matter with you? What's uh, the matter? <laughs> So if you burn Shut up. Shut up. What's the matter? You pay. <laughs> you pay. <laughs> An average size of a tree can provide enough wood to make 170,100 pencils. 170,000 pencils. 100 pencils. The average size tree can provide enough wood to make 170,100 pencils. Wow. So one tree makes a damn lot of pencils. That's, That's why right. pencils are cheap. Enough. But then you got to fill them with graphite. That's right. But it makes enough wood. Now, for types... I wouldn't want to be the person that has to drill that little hole. Uh, the first type of aspirin, by the way, there's another fact about trees. Painkillers and fever reducer came from the tree bark of a willow tree. Dendrochronology. Dendrochronology is the science of calculating a tree's age by its rings as well. So you can tell how old the tree is. You can uh, eat some bark to take away the headache. As you're writing down this fact with your number two pencil from the average tree. Here's another bonus one, folks, because we're just going off the top of our heads because we have all this nonsense in our heads. By Use the way, go to our website, nickandroy.com. That's right. It's called useless information, by the way. Yeah, nickandroy.com. You can 
there's like 70 something episodes. There's people uh, are now 56 countries around the world going oh, yeah. to nickandroy.com. Grapes were being grown to create wine as far back as 8,000 years ago in Mesopotamia. That's where Iraq is today, Mesopotamia. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. But the first recorded it, you know, of making of wine from grapes and cultivating grapes for wine, the first recorded history of it was the Egyptians 5,000 years ago. So for 3,000 years, they were making wine, but probably just too drunk to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, right? This down right. tomorrow. And they went to the plants and they say, hey, what's the matter for you? Can't make wine? <laughs> Actually, how would Iraqi say it? You write this down. No tomorrow. Infidel. Shh, shh, shh. Quiet. Shh, shh, shh. Trees block noise by reducing sound waves. What? Shh, shh, quiet. Trees block noise, mostly this show, by reducing sound waves. Most of our listeners are now surrounding themselves with trees. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Just come closer to the device. If you have headphones on, we'll speak really quietly. They reduce noise through a phenomenon called attenuation, which is the reduction of sound intensity. Leaves oh, that's the word of the day. Do yeah, it again. attenuation. Attenuation. Leaves, like twigs, branches of trees and shrubs and, and all kinds of like growths, they deflect the sound waves to mask unwanted noise. Like totally uses information with Nick and Roy. Wow. Isn't that attenuation. Attenuation. Wow. And if it did less, it'd be maybe a nineuation. <laughs> <laughs> it went to level 10. Ooh, wait. It's a good way to remember it, folks. Attenuation. The number 10. Attenuation. It's the muffling of noise due to trees. Yeah. Love that. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Great. We, we spoke about artificial vanilla flavoring. Um, coming from the chemical, coming from the anal gland of beavers. Yes. Okay, so this is a job that I really wouldn't want. <laughs> Mom, Dad, um, I'm working with animals. What kind of animals are you working with? Beavers. Well, um, what's your job? <laughs> to gather vanilla beans. Wow, what are beavers? I'm so proud of you, son. <laughs> and how do you get a vanilla bean from a, from a beaver? From its ass. No, it's not the vanilla bean. The, the beaver, you get the artificial chemical that tastes like vanilla. I want to know who the first person <laughs> is that tasted it. Yes, okay. this is a taste test like they used to have with Coke and Pepsi. So here's a taste test. This is a yeah. sick bastard. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Who picked up a beaver and just, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. like so, a lollipop. So okay. never, <laughs> never, oh, Wow. <laughs> It's disgusting. No. I, 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 but but let me get back. Let me we're digressing here. Real vanilla uh, comes from where, Nick? Well, the vanilla plant. Mm. No, the vanilla bean. Pardon me, it's the uh, vanilla bean. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. It is the vanilla bean because it's not really a vanilla plant. It is an orchid. Wow. Okay, so see, folks, this is good, good right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we say in our show, listen, laugh, and learn. Right. Wow. But okay. the vanilla bean comes from an orchid. It, it is called vanilla rest or something orchid. But it is an orchid that the vanilla bean comes from. And the bean 
is most related to guess what? Corn. How the okay. hell that gets? I, it makes no sense. Mind is officially blown. Yes. Well, you know, well, it's really you know hard what? to blow something the size of a corn kernel. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I, no wonder they went to the beavers and they said, you know what? Going to the corn plant and the orchid plant, too much trouble to get vanilla. Might as well get the artificial vanilla flavoring from the beaver's yeah. butt. This okay. is crazy. It's tough to grow orchids. I know my wife grows them. It's very tough to grow orchids. Yeah, it's, it's much my... easier to find a beaver and just go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Here's the question for the ages. Do trees have genders? Do trees have genders? That's right. Trees do have genders. There are, there are, there are ways through which you can tell them apart. How else would you look, right? You're mm. thinking, where would you look? Like, dig down and check out their roots? Well, you might just separate their limbs and look. No. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. In fact, not being aware of the gender of specific trees may lead to problems in your garden later in the future. So it's really important to know what yeah. what gender your tree is. Okay. The major and, and nowadays you gotta know because you don't want to be offensive. The major difference between male and female trees or plants is that the female trees mm -hmm. produce flowers that produce flute flutes Flutey, oh flute yeah well you know what tree that was that was a male so it <laughs> so, get that flute out of the tree <laughs> is that what you were doing yeah nick had a little wood this morning but anyway go ahead so the major difference between male and female trees or plants is that female trees or flowers produce fruit seeds while male flowers or plants produce pollen that's the difference between the two Oh, so the fruit, the ones that produce the seed are female trees. That's correct. And the male produces the pollen. That's so correct. I have a male tree in my backyard, a male black olive, because it produces so much pollen, it turns everything orange. And I'm talking about, this is no joke, this tree. This tree is about six stories high. It's massive. It's a probably a 250-year-old tree. It's just amazing. Wow. But. I'd love to cut it down because it just turns everything orange. In fact, Donald Trump was in my backyard. That's how <laughs> That's <laughs> everything is orange in Florida. Yeah, exactly. That's why he lives here. We have all seen cranberry commercials, right? Haven't you seen a cranberry commercial? Oh, yeah, or ocean spray usually. Exactly. Where are they standing? They're standing on top of the ocean spray. No, they're standing in what's called a bog. Now it'll come to you because it makes sense, right? right? Yeah. Okay. A bog is nothing more than a lower portion of dirt where they grow the cranberries and then they flood the bog and the cranberries, they come up and they float. That's how they, they get the cranberry. They float them up and then they just scoop them out. Okay. Why do they float? Well, because inside the cranberry is an airtight, watertight sealed bit of oxygen of air oh inside the cranberry but it's watertight and airtight now very similar to like a handball or a tennis ball is very similar it's got air inside of it and it's just sealed yeah so when you throw a 
cranberry at the floor, it will bounce, substantially bounce, not just like bounce a little. I mean, it bounces, Especially, but yeah. it also floats because it's airtight and watertight. If it's a ripe um, cranberry, it'll bounce, especially if it's ripened. Yes, yes. But the air, is, the air is inside of it, built into the cranberry as it's... It, Amazing, as it's, uh, right? That's yeah. why we always say, listen, laugh, and learn. As you're listening to Totally Useless Information... No, you never know when you're searching around the back of a beaver, you may find a cranberry <laughs> back there, too. Who knows? You're listening to Totally... Or a Klingon. Useless <laughs> Information with Nick and Roy. And now, for something completely useless... Tension, tension. This is completely useless. I think it should have been news, but to tell you the truth, you got to learn this stuff, folks. It's super important. You never know. We may have helped out some people here. It's very important to all Canadians and people that are about to visit Canada in the year 2026 when they open the border. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're very serious about COVID, folks. They don't want us there. Okay. <laughs> they want to get... These people now are getting freaky. They want to get out. They want to go. They want to get out into the great outdoors and see all your beautiful national parks and things like that. But they also want to hunt. They hunt a lot in Canada. There's a lot of hunters up there. Yes. There is one rule that is very rare, and it is that if you are caught hunting or killing a Sasquatch. What? Yes. The Sasquatch, better known as Bigfoot. You can't kill one because you can't hunt one, so you have to hunt it before you kill it. So if you're found hunting a Sasquatch. Right. Okay. Now maybe, just maybe, you can try and lie to the park ranger or whoever is gonna pull you or the Royal Mounted Canadian police. Mm -hmm. But it's tough because you're gonna go hunting a Sasquatch, you're going with a bazooka. <laughs> Okay, so you can't say I'm going turkey hunting. No, <laughs> you got know, it. You got to, you know, explain yourself. But I, you'd have to lie, even though you might be hot on the trail of a Bigfoot. So we can't hunt. Okay, so I'm in Toronto, Canada. Roy's in uh, in Florida, and I guess so for the Canadian audience. And as you mentioned, for those of you who are going to visit Canada anytime soon, do not hunt the Sasquatch. Can okay. you imagine how upset my wife was when she said, now our vacation is ruined? <laughs> That's right. She already married one. She doesn't need to hunt anymore. So I you... try and keep guns away from her. It's <laughs> a good idea. Go to our website, nickandroy.com, and send us an email, nickandroy.com. What's in the mailbag? What's in the mail? As I tease you at the top of the show, I mentioned that uh, in our mailbag, someone wanted to uh, settle a bet about hiking naked in Switzerland. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here is uh, the, the mail from Albert from Whistler, B.C. I know there were a lot of Canadian content today. This British is Columbia. Cool. Yep. Albert from Whistler, British Columbia. Dear Nick and Roy, we love listening to your show. We love you guys and also love the fact that you're both in different countries. So as if I mentioned, naked, I don't want him saying he loves me. He's naked. No, he's not naked. Hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Question about being naked. Yeah, that's right. This is a bet. Issues. Okay. He has issues. So he loves the fact that we're both in two. We have lots of issues here too. We have. He loves the fact that we're both in different countries. I'm in Canada, as I mentioned, and Roy's in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, so Albert writes, "We want you guys to settle a bet between my friend Gilbert and I." He says that there is a law in Switzerland that states that no one cannot hike naked is this true p.s i said no way that this is true 
So please help. Well, Albert, as luck would have it, we Roy and I you know, were delighted that you wrote us. Thank you very much. Again, go to nickandroy.com, and you send us an email. And uh, Switzerland's highest court has ruled that local authorities can impose fines on people hiking nudes in the Alps. Okay? They the, can give you a ticket. That's right. They can They can impose a fine, as they put it. The federal court threw out an appeal by a man who was fined after hiking past a family picnic area with no clothes on. Well, yeah, they had thought first before he appealed his clothes off. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they said that the ban on naked hiking was only a marginal infringement on personal freedom. Although Switzerland does not have a law against public nudity, it does have a law against public indecency. The man was fined 100 Swiss francs, so small francs, after okay. he walked naked. Small francs. Yeah. Small francs. But <laughs> listen, okay, first off, I've seen Naked and Afraid on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to risk the mountain goat running up and taking a bite off of your Wiener schnitzel <laughs> off of your Franks after so no he, wonder that's why you hear that you're <laughs> oh yes he was goosed by a mountain goat then you hear nah. <laughs> <The man. laughs> mountain goat running around with a cigar in its mouth <laughs> Would you call it an after smoke? Uh, the man had been fined 100 Swiss francs after he walked naked past a family with small children at a picnic area at a Christian rehabilitation center for drug users. Oh, the old Christian rehabilitation. So it's, he walked naked past the rehabilitation center. Where there were small children, yes. It is not overly high-handed to qualify. Hey, whoa, whoa, what? let's put the brakes on now. What, what? What are the small children doing at the rehabilitation center? Do they have a serious <laughs> problem in Switzerland that we need to know about? Is it in the Infamil? It's in the uh, It's in the Swiss chocolate. It's in the I'll Swiss. Yeah, man, I'm strung out on Infamil. My mom gives me like uh, almost a liter every morning. According to a court statement, it is not overly high-handed to qualify naked hiking as a breach of decency customs. So I don't want to use the word high-handed around naked people. <laughs> no, you don't. So anyway, Albert, I'm sorry, but looks like... It's like um, saying I wanted to slap you with a fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's mighty fine. So I'm sorry, Albert. Looks like your friend Gerbert won the bet. And if you have an email, send it along. You go to our website. It's really easy. Go to nickandroy.com. What's in the mail? Today on Totally Useless Information with Nick and Roy, we talked about Down the Garden Path, a new topic, Nick, and also, I, Joe, yes? I have to interrupt you. I have something I have to talk about. Yes, please. Um, it's it's a woman named Maureen. Yes. And uh, she'll know who she is. She's, she's actually, um, I believe she's from New Jersey. Okay. This woman came over to me, and, and she said that she wanted to give me something because she enjoyed the show so she came over to me and gave me what's called a nantucket basket a nantucket okay. basket okay nantucket like the place nantucket right it's called a nantucket basket folks look it up online i didn't know what they were she said they're beautiful and they're they're very uh they're they're very cherished item mm -hmm. and they're hard to find and they're rather expensive. And Maureen makes Nantucket baskets. Nice. Now, she then gives me this basket. She actually gave me two. She is this most super nice person. Oh. Her and her husband are so cool. 
they gave me this basket. My wife loves this basket. It is amazing, and it's amazing how she weaves these baskets. But I said I am giving out her email address so that even if people didn't want to purchase the basket, just to learn about these baskets because it is an art form that's amazing. They actually twist wood and then weave this basket. It's beautiful. Just beautiful. Sounds nice, it's yeah. Cool as hell. It's M O E S U N S H I N E. Mo Sunshine. M O E S O N S H I N E at Embark, E M B A R Q, mail.com. So it's Mo Sunshine at embarkmail.com. So you know, I had to give her a shout out because so it just it's beautiful. It's amazing. You know what we'll do is we'll put the link up on our website. Please. She is the the coolest person and I hope that people have an interest in it because it is crazy information because I'd never heard of that and then just to see it they they have women's purses that are thousands of dollars that are woven like out of this Nantucket weave so check it out go to nickandroy.com we'll put a link up there and thank you Maureen for coming up and uh telling us you love the show so we talked about geography we talked about our, one of our brand new topics which is down the garden path it's time for the news and now from around the corner and around the world this is TUI News a barmaid was fined for crushing beer cans with her breasts has been forced to go underground according to her manager she busts down the beer can, with her, crushes them. With her breasts. Luana. Wow. This Lu is not a woman you want a motorboat. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Luana DeFerrari, 31, was fined $1,000 after entering a guilty plea without appearing in court to breaches of license conditions under the Liquor Control Act. She was. Away, under the Liquor Come on, the judge just wanted to see the action. Wait a minute. She was, not only that, she was a, she was also fined for attempting to hang spoons off her nipples. Nah, no, wait a <laughs> yes. minute. Yes. She hangs spoons from her First nipples. Off, this woman has to be very well endowed. Right, okay. So now this is a, a so public... The judge was like, let's drink a six-pack and see how this goes. <laughs> That's right. Just to check it out. So, so that you know where this is, this is a pub in rural Western Australia, so it's down under. It's down under. That's right. right. The, the Ferrari exposed her breasts on two separate occasions, uh, June of last year, and performed her can-crushing party trick. At least where, where exactly is this going on? I wanted an address. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, it's in uh, rural Western Australia. She was working I at the... I would like to be spoon-fed, but no, go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> she performed this can-crushing party trick at least once. Oh, here, here we go. Here's something. I'll give you a location. She was working at the Pinjara's Premier Hotel as oh, a, quote, skimpy... This is a classy place. It is. Well, she was dressed as a skimpy barmaid. Oh, no. Police. First off, first yeah, off yeah. this is the type of hotel you think of a beautiful hotel with champagne and so on. Not down on the. No, no, no. no. This hotel has skimpy dressed women <laughs> and beer crushing breasts and spoon helding nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Police say a mobile phone video was obtained that showed her removing her top, rubbing ice on her nipples, and attempted to hang spoons off her breasts one night. Oh, 
Yeah, and yeah, her, that's great. She has also was also observed to crush a can between her buttocks. Multi-talented. Wow, and great muscle control. <laughs> God only knows if you need a change of a dollar where that would come from. <laughs> but environmentally, it's very nice of her to crush those cans down. <laughs> She's rubbing herself down with ice there. Yes. Well, and hanging the spoon. That's right. Does now, she play the spoons? After <laughs> no. I, and it doesn't say here if it's a teaspoon or a tablespoon, and we're not quite sure. Might be a friggin' ladle for all we know. <laughs> the, uh, the police told me I was attracting too much attention. You think? Wow. Because I was know, crushing the cans with my breast. Attention, so she know. was interviewed by a TV news channel, local news TV channel. So Dee Ferrari. Her ex-boyfriend was interviewed and he said, I was crushed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was, which is why he, he left, left her. That's right. <laughs> if you have any news items that you come across, send it to us at nickandroy.com. Yeah, and, and if you can hang any utensils from any uh, parts of your genitals, just let us know. <laughs> nickandroy.com. So that's all the time, thankfully, we have for this episode of I'd Tony. use mine as a coat hook from time to time. <laughs> yeah, you can hang your dry cleaning. That's all the time that we have for this episode of Totally yes, Useless I'm, Information. I'm booking a flight to Australia. <laughs> that's right, down under. <laughs> we will scour the internet far and wide to get more useless information for you guys next time. Right, so in the meantime, tell your friends exactly where they can find book crushers <laughs> and go to nickandroy.com, nickandroy.com, and, uh, you know, get on there. Get on listening to some of those back uh, episodes. They are funny. They're funny. I'm Nick. And I'm Roy. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>